awesome. What's up, guys? Welcome to the Redonkulous Podcast, where when life gets tough, we get redonkulous. This is episode eight, and hanging out today is Jeff, James, and Annie. Before we get started, please find us on YouTube, Spotify, and Google Podcasts, okay? Like, comment, and subscribe. Once again, it's under Redonkulous Podcast. Look for us on YouTube, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram. It's Redonkulous Podcast, one word with no space. If you have any suggestions or comments, we would love to hear from you guys. Or please give us a call or text on our hotline. The number is 332-203-2449. Again, it's 332-203-2449. Today, we got Redonk Podcast Rap. Serious hypothetical, adulting, guest at lyric, and human experience. I'll start off. Word of the day is ascendancy, influence, and domination. That's that's the definition. And in a sentence, the beginning of his ascendancy is marked by an unprecedented outward expansion of Athenian power. Don't ask me that, where I got that from. That's just from Google. Freaking <laughs> mouthful. What the heck? Two things I think of right away for that word is, and this is going to sound so nerdy, but do you remember when Goku becomes Super Saiyan and he turns, his hair turns, uh, what am I saying? Gold? I was going to say blonde, and then I said gold, <laughs> and then it turned out to be blonde. <laughs> but yeah, do you remember when his hair turned blonde? Yeah. And you know, he became he became Super Saiyan. And then after that, there's something called ascended Super Saiyan. So when you use that word, I was like, huh? Goku? <laughs> you are super nerdy. The second reference is really funny because the I've seen this word used before in a rap song. If you guys know Hamilton, uh, the musical, I am in love with Hamilton. I love the creator, Lin-Manuel Miranda. He is one of the most incredible freestyle rapping artist right now in the game and on top of that uh everybody's signing him to do stuff he did the the soundtrack for moana wait 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 are you gonna wrap it for us now i'm not gonna wrap it for you but i just want to talk about this dude because he's so amazing and right now currently he has this show on on broadway called freestyle love supreme and i remember watching those skits on youtube and this these guys just like source topics from the live audience and then right off the top of their head they were freestyle and that lyric is from the hamilton song it's called my shot eventually you'll see my ascendancy and i love that song i love love that we both love hamilton it's a really great play Uh, does anyone want to take a crack at that word redonkulous podcast is ascending to the top of the chart Guys, check it out. This is the Redonk Podcast Wrap, episode eight. Sitting here, content creating. Word of the day, last week it was abating. Doing this for fun, not sure if it'll be great, but please don't sleep on me or else you might be late. Check out how fast we're now past. Episode one of the podcast went from contrasting women's underwear to broadcasting on the air. Outlasting all these haters, all I hear are them babbling. No, I'm not a rapper. I'm only dabbling. So tune in every Sunday when each new episode drops. You'll be just like my son, Nicholas, smiling nonstop. Let's get it. Nice. Whoa, that was fire. 
All right, guys, you heard me first. Rapper Queen's Kid has immersed. Please, agents, yes. oh. call us at the Redoctors Podcast. Queen's Kid. Yo, you always, you always uh, talked about, you know, uh, trying to rap and making lyrics. And, you know, look, look, at, look at you here, yo. You, you made a whole rap song. Jeff has always kept a rap book. And he, like, starts writing in it. And then he stops. But I'm pretty proud of what he wrote today. It's pretty cool. Guess that lyric. Sometimes when you hear a cool song on the radio, you don't really know what it means or it takes a couple of times for you to really understand the song. It's worth looking into and breaking down. So the song is called Make It Better. It's by this artist called Anderson Pack. Check out that song. I've been listening to it nonstop. I remember you and me. Close as any two can be. Now we're strangers in the night, awkward and uptight. When you take somebody for your own, it can't survive in history alone. So what do you guys think the, uh, this song is about? What do you think these lyrics are about? It's about a couple who broke up and they used to be very close. And now they're practically strangers. They probably met up and now everything is awkward mm-hmm. or they just like saw each other out of the blue because awkward and uptight right because right, right. after you break up you don't want to see the other person and all of a sudden you see the other person and everything's just kind of awkward damn you sound like you smashed a lot of hearts in the past no <laughs> but the second Dude. line is um is a little confusing to me when you take somebody for your own it can't survive, can't survive in history in alone. History alone. Hmm. It can't be done with just one person. So it takes two to break up. Is that what you're saying? Uh, no. In order to be in a relationship, it takes two. I don't know if this is the intention of the artist, Anderson Pack, but this is my take on the song. Like I said, the song title is called Make It Better. There is sadness. I, you guys are getting that sadness aspect. But I think that it's also very hopeful. It's a hopeful song. It's not about breakup. It's about a couple who's been in a relationship for a long time. And these lyrics, these lyrics specifically are saying relationships take work. Relationships won't last on what you guys did in the past, right? Like uh, maybe you guys had a lot of fun. You, you went through that honeymoon phase. Um, but if you just rely on that, what you guys built in the past, you guys uh-huh. won't make it to the future. Stay in the present. Continue growing with your, your significant other. Continue loving. Continue sharing with your significant other. And then that will help you bring from that history to the future. I remember you and me closest any two can be. Now we're strangers in the night, awkward and uptight. You know, we used to be very passionate. But now at nighttime, you know, when they used to make love, now they're strangers. When they're no longer actively working and building on that relationship together, they fight and then things get awkward and uptight. So, mm. oh, okay, this think. makes a lot of sense. Yeah. yeah, that's very true. A relationship can't just survive on the past. You guys have to grow together and move on together, or somebody's just gonna fall behind. Our mutual friends, Xiao and Steve actually turn this on to this other podcast. It's called My Favorite Murder. If you guys never heard it before, uh, the two hosts, they are hilarious. 
And it just blows your mind, like how crime is committed. Uh, this couple, what they used to do was they would lure, they'll go to the mall and park, right? Their white van. They'll go lure 14, 15, 16 year olds, either from junior high or high school. The wife would go up to them and then ask them stuff like, hey, do you want a job? You know, like, you know, I have this business and it's very, very simple. I have some flyers in my van. Can you come, you know, just put them up for me. I'll pay you 20 bucks each. And these girls, they're like, wow, that's easy money. Yeah, I'll do it. They go back to the van. As soon as they open the door of the van, the husband's there with a gun pointed at their face. So what he does is he'll get them into the van, tie them up. They'll drive an hour away from where they pick them up. The husband would rape them in front of the wife and then murder them. Like sometimes it's like a gunshot wound to the back of the head. Sometimes they he would use like a hammer-like weapon and then beat them until they die. Oh my and God. Then, and Damn then they'll it. leave. Yeah. And then they'll leave the, the dead bodies there. So like that got me really scared because I can't, I can't imagine something like that. You know, you're trying to, you're trying to be helpful. Yeah. Jeff told me about this last night. And it just reminded me when he called me, uh, I don't know, I think I was working and Jeff was like, I was helping out a grandma and she asked me to move something in her house and you were hesitant to go in the house, but you went anyway. (laughs) (laughs) When I heard that, I was like, you probably shouldn't have done that just because you don't know who's waiting behind the doors. Do you remember that story, James? Yeah, I remember that story. I remember and... just thinking about it now. I'm getting chills because I legit went in and I wasn't even thinking anything sinister. I wasn't thinking anything was going to happen to me. On the reverse side, I was thinking that, oh, my God, if I went in and something happened to her, you know, like she gets hurt or like she accused me of stealing something. That's what I was scared of. I wasn't even thinking like something like what I heard on the podcast episode would ever even happen i'd even consider it could have gotten ambushed just because she's a nice old lady you don't know that you guys remember my cousin karen she was on the podcast a couple episodes ago and when i was sharing with her i was also sharing with her that podcast i said you should check this out it's a cool podcast and you need to be careful of strangers especially white vans okay (laughs) and what she told me what's going on these days let's say you park in a mall okay you park somewhere public And what they'll do is they'll purposely dirty or not mess up, like break anything, but they'll, they'll dirty your windshield, the front of your windshield. So when you come and you see your car is is dirty, your first instinct is to try to clean it up. As soon as you open your car, they'll ambush you, maybe steal from you or, or, you know, take your car or whatever it is. I don't exactly know if that happens to you, don't clean it up right away. Just drive somewhere, maybe 15, 20 minutes away, and then drive to your nearest gas station and then try to clean it up there. Oh, that's a that's a good plan. Because gas stations, they have the, the windshield wipers with the liquid inside. Yeah. And it's uh, safe there. Serious hypotheticals. You have been there to spend the night in a remote house alone for a million dollars. The house is well known to be haunted, but you are not given any further info. Electricity has been cut off, but the water is perfectly running and drinkable, 
along with the rest of the utilities. You are only allowed to bring a flashlight or a lantern for, for the company. The nearest residence lives five miles away. Would you do it? One million dollars. Um, ooh, wow. <laughs> Man, I really don't like ghosts <laughs> and haunting stories and any of that. Well, on the bright side, happy Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> yes, in the spirit of October. Okay, so... Oh, Along with rest of the utilities, what other utilities we are we talking about? No electricity. We got water. I don't know what other utilities do people you need. Think about like, is there okay. free breakfast in the morning? You know, complimentary <laughs> breakfast. Is there room oh, service? I also wanted to add that you will survive, but cannot guarantee that you would not be traumatized for life. That's what I was gonna ask. The first question oh, I was gonna ask oh. is. Will I be guaranteed to survive the night? Because that's important. Yeah. So you'll survive. But you could be mentally traumatized. Huh. I think I think that I'll do it. But oh, I don't even know. I'm thinking my answer, my initial answer was, yeah, I'll do it. But I want to do it with somebody I know. But you have to be alone. Because your only company is a flashlight or a lantern. You have to choose yeah. one. But I don't mind splitting the the one million dollars. I'll give you half a mil. <laughs> yeah, look at this guy bending the like rules. That. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't okay. work like that. The, you see, the second thing I was thinking also that maybe I don't want to go with somebody, because let's say you go with somebody you love and someone you've known for years, and then that person gets possessed in front of you. Oh. Oh, that sounds scary. Yeah. James, remember I was watching that uh, the Korean horror movie where they were trying to film uh, this TV show oh, inside yes. a haunted area? I remember that movie. So e each of those these guys have a camera on them so you could see their face. Okay. And this girl went missing and she was just standing in the dark by herself with her back to you. Okay. And one of the other girls found her and was getting closer and closer to her, calling her name like, "Hey, uh, you okay? You okay?" And then she just hear this same strange sound, like muttering. And then that all of a sudden when she gets creepy. Yeah, she gets closer and closer to her friend. And then when she gets close enough, um, the screen changes to the the video of the girl that's being possessed. And then you see her face, it's all messed up, it's all pale, and then she's just like muttering gibberish stuff, and all of a sudden like she just like turns around on you. Oh man, that was the scariest yeah. scene. In a freaking movie. Uh, Just thinking you're about scaring now. James. <laughs> <laughs> he still needs to sleep tonight. Yeah, in, in the haunted house for a million dollars. Okay, James, would you do it? All right. The only reason I would do it is, I mean, one, a million dollars. But two, I mean, all right, let's see if it is haunted and then there is proof of ghosts and you know, possessed things and supernatural, <laughs> supernatural, <laughs> you know, crap like that. I mean, yeah. I would want to do it just so that I can prove that, you know, stuff like that does does exist. Because I personally never experienced anything like that. You know, with this opportunity, you know, get a million dollars, I can prove to myself that there is, you know, 
such thing as ghosts and supernatural stuff. So I think, I think you should do it, James. I think you should do it. Think yes. about it. If you get a million dollars, how many dry cleaning machines can you buy? Uh, you could do dry cleaning every <laughs> single day. Well, you do the last laundry one, every day. Well, the last Your machine favorite. we bought was 500K. So, you know, oh, okay. two more of wow. those. <laughs> Uh, yeah, you get a couple, you get two, and then you you could be stuck with the taxes. <laughs> nice, perfect. You don't have to pay taxes. Oh, nice! Wow, yeah. she added an additional rule just That's, for yeah. you, James. Oh yes, I'm definitely down to do it. Oh man! Wow. Two more machines, you know, increase my productivity by two hundred percent. You know, why not? And you don't have to pay taxes on it. Come on. Yeah, so win-win-win. Another thing that I'm thinking about is, okay, so forget bringing someone with me, all right? What if I just want to go and then I get really scared, you know, I bounce at 2 or 3 a.m. Can I still get half the money for spending half the night? No. (laughs) You have to spend the whole night. Stop trying to bend the rules. And if if you're going to leave a haunted house at 2 a.m. in the morning, do you think you'll make it out? alive even even outside you just promised me you just guaranteed me that i would make it out alive so i'm assuming yeah are you telling me if i leave in the middle of the night it's no longer guaranteed that's messed up yeah yeah because you broke the rules you broke the rules so rules change now you're never leaving oh no imagine you try to like leave in the middle of the night and then you just hear a voice where do you think you're going? When I first heard this question, I was like, yo, for sure, I'm going to do it. Um, now, I don't think I can do it. <laughs> <laughs> I really don't think I can do it. Really? One million dollars. There are, there are other ways to make one million dollars. Can you imagine, let's say you go and you survive the night and then you get that million dollars and then something follows you home. Hmm. That would not be worth it. Mm, yeah, and then, you know, don't you have do to hire, it. You, get, you have to hire exorcist. How much does that even cost? And you don't exorcist? even know. Exorcist? <laughs> you never heard of the ex- exorcism of Emily Rose? Of course I watched that. How do you say that? Isn't it exorcist? Yeah, you just said it weird. Exorcist. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, English is hard. Yeah, for That's you. That's why we have a word of the day. So that way my vocabulary can freaking get ascended. Oh. Oh, wow. That was pretty good. <laughs> Thanks. I already feel like a super saiyan already. <laughs> so for me, I would not. Even though I'm the person who loves scary movies, I love feeling scared after watching a scary movie. I just wouldn't do it. You're still not- thinking about your grandmother or whatever. No, no, I'm not. But you just gave me the willies. (laughs) (laughs) And James, if you remember, tonight it's pretty chilly out and you're still Korean. (laughs) (laughs) That is true. Yeah. You know, maybe maybe it's because I don't watch that much scary movies and not a lot of images pop to mind. Maybe that's why I'm kind of uh, not as scared to do it. Enjoy your million dollars. (laughs) What about this? You go in, and then you don't see ghosts, but you see the people from Get Out. 
That'd be creepy. That'd be creepy because my apartment building. Hey, you guys been here before? It's kind of <laughs> kind of reminds me of Get Out building because it's like an old building and. It's uh, kind of creepy at night here, I would say. They're going to be chasing you, and they're going to be like, James, Chugale, Chugale. <laughs> oh, my God. That reminds me. When we first visited you, you got you took us out to, like, a, a boardwalk, was it? It seemed like a boardwalk and by the water. And at night, it's super creepy. And that day, it was super foggy. Oh, yeah. And it oh. just look like a middle of a scary movie yeah i would say it's a perfect place to shoot on a foggy <laughs> night foggy <laughs> night chilly by the water retired connecticut people yeah who do surgery in their basement so they can remove your brains and then transplant their brains inside yours so they could take over your body wow you you watch too much scary movies man <laughs> That, that is so creepy. <laughs> <laughs> Have fun in that house, James. Even stuff that are not really scary in terms of uh, ghosts or anything paranormal. I'm just even thinking about right now the scene in Old Boy. You've seen that movie, right? Old Boy? Yes. Yeah. Where the guy and the girl are sleeping in the hotel room and then they're passed out. And then in the middle of the night, you just see the guy with a freaking gas mask standing in in the room watching them. Oh, that's so creepy. That's the place you live in right now. (laughs) (laughs) I have no comment, guys. (laughs) All right, so I guess that's it. We got two no's, we got two scaredy cats, and then we got one person that's brave enough to do it. Let us know which haunted house we're going to send James to, and, you know, we'll have him spend the night. Yep, let's do nice. it. Just only cost $1 million. We should start a Patreon website. Oh, let's get oh, James man. into a haunted house. <laughs> we actually raise a million dollars. James, you better do it. Uh, yeah, man of my word, I'll do it. But oh I'll be my God. <laughs> this is how This is how much James loves dry cleaning machines. He would go <laughs> spend the night just to get two more. <laughs> I mean, have you guys seen... Any paranormal activity before in real life? I've only dreamed about it, and those dreams are enough to kind of not want to see it in real life. Holy moly. No, I haven't, I have not experienced any paranormal activity, but I remember in high school, we would drive out in the middle of night, and there's one time we drove all the way to Kings Park, and Kings Park, there is... An abandoned That's... hospital. It, wait, for um, mental patients. Oh. Wow, you guys got some balls. It was not my idea. <laughs> wow. Wait, whose idea was this? Mark Anthony Carroll. If you're listening to oh. this, yeah, he actually went in. Okay, it's <gasps> Mark and Anthony. Okay. Yeah. Maybe we should you get him on the podcast. You just butchered his name. It's Mark Anthony. <laughs> <laughs> you added the end to his name. Mark, Mark and Anthony. It's that guy. If you guys know Mark, he's the type of guy that would do stuff like this. Yeah, if he wants to come on a podcast, let's ask him if he experienced anything paranormal. I was going to say that 
you should stop watching uh, scary movies. <laughs> <laughs> if you're dreaming about it. Oh, man. That's such a scary way to wake up. Scary <laughs> experience. <laughs> uh, yeah, it is. But, okay, I'll tell you this. It's weird. I don't really remember all my dreams. Okay. But while I was dreaming about uh, these paranormal stuff, I, for whatever reason, when I was in the dream, it wasn't scary to me. Like, it just felt normal. Like, I was just talking to a regular person. But then after I woke up, I was just like, damn, was that a ghost like that? In the moment, I wasn't scared. What the hell? Is this why you always talk at night? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I have, I have more friends than you know. So creepy. All right, you're sleeping on the couch. <laughs> Hi, guys. What the? You sound so freaky. The next segment is adulting. Let's talk about building good habits and also breaking bad habits. One of the bad habits I had since I was 18 is smoking. And I'm 30 now. You know, I'm passing that big 3-0. You already uh, passed that big 3-0, homie. <laughs> You're about to pass that big 3-1. <laughs> I thought you just said... You're dirty now. So wow, twelve years, James. You've been trying to kick that habit for twelve years. Yeah, it was twelve years. Uh, I, I tried quitting a lot of times. Um, you know, I've tried I've gone not smoking for like six hours, a day, a week, a month, two months, and even even a whole year. Whoa, a whole year. So what happens? They always just get you in the end. Yeah, you get like a cue. Let's say if I'm stressed out, I'll have a cigarette, and then that will be kind of like a cue. Something that you do habitually, you know, after you eat, you have a cigarette. Those are kind of like triggers that caused me to relapse. So what do you do? Do you change your cues and you do something else, or do you replace it with a different habit? Which uh, I'm sure people tried both before. Do you have you tried it? Which one is more successful? Yeah, I actually replaced the habit. So every time you know, I want to smoke, I'll just drink water. Or if I get kind of antsy, I'll just chew some gum, and then or sometimes I'll even do some push-ups, and then try to replace the habit like that. Do you guys have any habits that you guys had? Good habits, bad habits? Yeah, I just did one push-up. Okay. My bad habit is cutting people off when they're talking, so I just have to do <laughs> Smoking cigarettes, it's a habit that's hard to break because you are going to smoke a cigarette because you're stressed out and you go outside to take a break and you're not really thinking about much. That's why maybe the, the cigarette break just gives you like a mental break as well. When I see people smoking outside, they're just kind of staring off into space and it seems like they're relaxing. So yeah. maybe if you can replace that with something that equals uh, to relaxing or just relaxing your mind. But mm. I don't know what... Meditation! Yes, meditation, definitely. But at the same time, meditation is kind of hard to relax your mind. Man, meditation has helped me so much this week. It just let me, lets me calm down. Or organize my thoughts because then in my day-to-day -day, there's a million things flying in my brain and in my mind and when I get to meditate focus on my breathing my thoughts are organized and 
I can think more clearly. That's just my experience this past week. I've been meditating this week as well since uh, we looked up, you looked up that Tim Ferriss uh, article. Oh, yeah. So the five morning rituals that help me win the day. Uh, There's this article by Tim Ferriss. If you guys don't know him, this guy is a freaking amazing human being. He has like this video series. He would challenge himself because he wants to find what the potential and what the limits are for the average human being. So um, he has these episodes where he says he tries to learn a new language in two weeks or he tries to do uh, extreme sport in, in two weeks and then he's going to practice competitively. This article is called Five Morning Rituals That Help Me Win the Day. It's just five things that he does in the morning that he says helps set him up to have a great day. And that's what James and I were doing this week. So the five things, the first one is make your bed. Number two is meditate. So 10 to 20 minutes, nothing crazy. Number three, you do five to 10 reps of something. Get the blood pumping and then get your day started. I've just been doing, you know, something simple like jumping jacks. Number four, you prepare titanium tea. I don't get the whole titanium tea aspect so i just been making green tea and then just drink green tea <laughs> and number five is keeping a five minute journal in the morning what you would do is say or write down three things you're grateful for what would make today great also three things and then the last one would be um daily affirmations you know stuff like uh positive reinforcements what's your experience like james Especially with meditation, it practices like mindfulness and the morning pages and the journal are really good too. Um, definitely helps me like reflect on being grateful and you know, reflecting, also reflecting on throughout my day, all the good things that happen. It's a lot of positive. What don't you share with us? What are three, what are you grateful for and what are three amazing things that happened today? And if they have anything to do with uh, the person you went on a coffee date with. <laughs> you know, I'm grateful for the podcast. And I'm also grateful for my healthy body. And I plan to maintain that. Be healthier if you, if you quit. Yes. You know, that's why, yes, that's why, you know, I actually unsubscribed to Jewel. I mean, with all the... Wow. Yeah, I unsubscribed like a couple weeks ago, I think. So I have a subscription with Jewel. Every month, they just send me cartridges of the e-liquid. And so oh, so it's month, a month? It's like a, yeah, a monthly subscription. Oh, that's what you're talking about. Right, right. So every month, you know, I pay X amount, and they send me cartridges for vaping. Oh, so, so you, you essentially, you canceled your subscription. subscription. Wow, that word is harder than I thought. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so I canceled that. I canceled that, and yes, yes, so... The reason for why I, why I wanted to quit smoking, I mean, I've been smoking jewels for about like a year and a half, I think right now. Yeah, I haven't touched cigarettes for a year and a half. I just been smoking these jewel things, but I think since like I'm turning like 30, I'm no, I'm turning 31 in a couple <laughs> of months. <laughs> That's a hard number, yo, 31. I'm officially out of 20s. Into uh, you've been out of 20s. <laughs> <laughs> all right, uh, all right, yeah, leave me alone. I'm in denial. <laughs> all right, leave the guy alone. Uh, yeah, so, you know, getting older, it's another reason why I started working out, 
Well, take care of my body. There's a lot of people that died from it too. I mean, I it's not like I, I read yeah. some. I, I read some conflicting things though. Like some people would just stand by it. They're like, no, 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 it's not jewels. Actually, you know, like the people that died from vaping, they were smoking the the stuff with marijuana in it. And I don't know how true that is. I think jewel itself is bad for you, regardless. Yeah, I mean, if you think about it, uh, one, there's nicotine in it. Two, you're heating up this liquid to make, I guess, kind of like a smoke, you know, vapor smoke into your lungs. So, I mean, if you think about it like that, you're putting vapor smoke in your lungs where it shouldn't be. Unless Unless you're Aquaman and you have gills. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I guess I guess you could uh, if you're Aquaman, you you can be immune to this. In the end, you know, still putting something in your lung that shouldn't be there, just like cigarettes. Mm-hmm. Are you planning to to quit, or how are you planning to hold on to that resolution and say, nope, I'm not going back? You talked about the cues already, but anything else? Yeah, so, I mean, the first step, I usually just throw out everything. Throw out anything related to e-cigarettes or or cigarettes. Just throw everything out. Cartridges, charger, the device, throw everything out. And then I'll start replacing the habit. Whenever I want to smoke this e-cig, I would just drink water or chew gum. So I went to Costco last week. And I bought like a whole box of Trident gum. I thought uh-huh. you like, I went to Costco and I bought a whole bunch of water. Because every time you have the cues, you take a sip. <laughs> you know, I also put a reward for, you know, all the days that I don't smoke. Ooh, can you share your reward? Or is it like private? A oh. pina colada. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. Um, some Indian food. Thinking about bad habits, pretty much perfect human being. <laughs> <laughs> I have a bad habit to procrastinate actually. I get really, really into whatever I'm doing. When I procrastinate, oof, I just go down that black hole. I'm I'm not coming back. Maybe it's not procrastination. Maybe it's lack of focus. Alright. We're not doing a character study. Let's focus on <laughs> bad habits. <laughs> you, you got any? Bad habits? Nope. I'm a perfect human being. I'm going to be pumping blood. All right, guys. Let's sign off. From us here on the Redonkulous team to you guys, thank you so much for listening. Please hit the like and subscribe button. We are also going to be doing a very, very special Turks and Caicos episode there, too. So uh, please sure you check that out uh, in December.